Welcome to Align Your Practice, an exploration of the seamless relationship between the business of chiropractic and the future of natural health care. Join us as we engage with an array of talent, from seasoned experts to passionate new entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Dr. Joe Esposito. Hello, welcome to this episode of Line Your Practice. This is Dr. Joe Esposito, and I'm excited to have Dr. Matt Lawrence on the podcast today. Doc, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. We, uh, I've known you for a while. Uh, I, I feel like I, I was there when you grew up in chiropractic <laughs> at, the, uh, at uh, Joe Clarino and Deb Cerrone's clinic. Um, but we're going to talk about associateship to ownership and that transition. All, all you told me before the call is it's a seamless, easy, tra- it's the easiest oh, thing yeah. you've ever done. <laughs> the challenges, nothing. Yeah. Just uh, might as well just end the podcast. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, no reason to talk about it. Um, so let's talk about that. You let's, you started and I'll frame it out a little bit. You started at one of, uh, uh, some of my best friends, Dr. Joe Clarino and Deb Cerrone's, uh, their practice, which is to me, probably one of the best places I know to do an associateship or an internship. And uh, then you open through uh, a world pandemic, uh, COVID, and that you can't prepare for that. So let's go back to your your associateship and inside of a line life clinic, the systems, the structure. How did that feel and the framing out and the foundation of what you built? Just start at that. Yeah. So, um, End of school, my you know the peak internship at Life University. I did it at Sugar Hill um, with Dr. Joe and Dr. Deb, and you know I saw Dr. Joe talk at one of the classes before we did peak, and I was just amazed with it. I went out and saw the clinic. It's about a forty-five minute to an hour drive to the clinic, so you really have to dedicate yourself. Like if you're going to be going there every single day, you got to love it. And I was blown away with the, the systems and the patient interaction, the energy in the office, the flow, like it was a no brainer once I got out there that that's what I wanted to do. Um, so I did my internship there six months and then they offered me an associate position uh, associate position at the end of my internship, um, which, you know, I definitely wanted to do it. And the whole goal was Dr. Joe Clarino was getting into coaching with Align Life and I got to experience a seminar with Align Life and I knew that's what I wanted to do. And this was a great way to continue to learn and grow and be in an amazing environment with great doctors and, and you know, good experience, all with the goal of opening um, my own office, which I opened with my fiance, Marion. Um, but that was always the goal. And we just wanted to learn from the best. And so we started out there. And um, we were, I was there as a associate for two years. And then right at the end of 2019, like the day before 2020, it was like New Year's, I moved up to North Carolina. Uh, We had a lease set up and we were ready to go. And um, we were planning to open in February. I believe it was February at first. And then it kind of was like more like April with the build out. And then, like you mentioned, uh, great timing. COVID just slapped us in the face. We went from all of these marking events, like we had started doing networking, visiting, uh, just kind of preparing and visiting some different BNI groups. We were going to events at night, meeting people. I was meeting all the people in like our shopping center and around the area. Had all of these events laid out, 
and then you know the world closed down. And not only did that happen, all of our build out, every all our supplies, everything got delayed. All of the equipment, I'd come, we'd come in and check the office every day, and nothing had been done. It seemed like, and then I'd call, and we're waiting on this. Every event we had set up canceled. Every net, like every marketing event, our whole plan had literally just shot down from the beginning. So, so what you learn, what you learn is in business, you know, adversity is just an expectation. It's not, it's not a shocker when you have adversity, and you got the biggest adversity because it wasn't like a little recession or they blocked one of the roads going to your clinic that had traffic issues or your software wasn't working. It was like you couldn't engage with community and you're opening a brand new practice. I mean, that is, uh, I want to go over the feelings of that, but I want to backtrack just a second. Two things. Would you recommend an associateship, number one, of a student coming out? I want to open my own practice. Do you think that was a smart move? Would you say, no, I should have went straight into practice? Or what would advice you give a student that's graduating right now from what your experience? From my experience, um, I would 100% recommend uh, doing some type of internship or associateship um, in a great practice that you feel that's something you would like to do as well. Uh, I definitely recommend the associateship. It's like all of the training, all of the experience, the things that you don't even know, you don't know, you pick up being in that environment and you really build as a doctor, as a person. I mean, you get to lean on the shoulders of other people that have done it. Uh, just for me, like within that clinic, you know, every day I would get to the huddle, I'd get to see Dr. Deb give her experience and leadership and like uh, uh, just basically insightfulness to start the day on the right note. I'm learning on how to be a good leader. I'm learning on how to work through cases. You know, you are getting to basically practice on someone else's dime. <laughs> um, true, 100% you know, true. You're, you're growing and growing, and then all of this, you should also be preparing on the side for how are you gonna do it in your own, so. But yeah. if you if I had an associateship I could do, and it was a different technique, it was a different energy, maybe it was personal injury and not subluxation based, or maybe it was just a different style, or it was crisis care versus wellness care, um, and I did that, that would, not be as valuable, obviously, right? Compared. So uh, my advice that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm coming to my, uh, finishing my thought here is uh, you got to be congruent to your own path, right? Because you could learn what you shouldn't do, but it's not as valuable as learning exactly how you should think, speak, act, operate, behave with patients, with staff, with the business, right? You are learning actually all aspects of the energetic connection, the communication, right? Because it was the exact type of practice you wanted. That's why it was a no brainer for you. But there's a lot of docs that just find an associate because it pays decent. Right. Wouldn't you agree with me that don't just chase that dollar because if you're gonna go out on your own, you better learn the, the way you want to practice, would you? So I would agree. So to rephrase my, my answer would be, I 100% recommend an associateship but not if it's in a practice that you don't align with, that's not congruent to you. Because I feel like that could even almost set you further back than propel you forward. So um, don't just accept anything. It needs to be something that you could aspire to and you see yourself uh, growing in that same way. Yeah. 
That's a good point. Um, so let, let's go back to the practice now. So you, you open the practice, you go through a COVID. I, I can't help but think it's total hopelessness. Like you don't know where to act, what to do. You're brand new. Luckily, you weren't trying to figure out how to adjust because you had an associate. Right. Lucky you weren't figuring out how to speak to patients. You had all the framework out of your hair. So you weren't trying to figure out how to move a bone or have a conversation and have confidence. You had all that. Now it was just like building a practice in this total crisis state. Uh, what happened with you and your wife uh, mindset? Was there a hopelessness or was it like, how did you navigate that point of practice? Yeah, spot on. Like we had the systems in place. It didn't, wasn't like we needed more system training. We had the adjustments down. It was mindset. Um, it was focusing on what we could control, not falling into that victim mindset. Um, you know, it took it took a, a while to get out of it because this is all brand new. It seemed like everyone was falling into this and we were just kind of going into that wave. We didn't really know what to expect. And we definitely found ourselves in that, you know, woe is me, like, okay, what are we going to do? Kind of fear victim mindset. And the biggest shift for us, um, which I can talk about more later, but was really just taking ownership and focusing on what we could control. Like, okay, we can't control how these people are doing, what they're doing here, but we can focus on this. And if we can just keep our mind right, just keep this positive energy and focus on what we control, it changed everything for us. It's interesting because a lot of the podcasts I'm doing, they always end up resonating, not just my own regard, but uh, the, the, um, the guest it's going back to mindset. It seems like the energy and the consciousness of the groups of people that I'm surrounding myself with is such a self-awareness around mindset because you brought it up on your own right, but it's where this podcast has been moving. So it wasn't new systems. Align Life gave you systems. Joe and Deb gave you systems. You had that. It was just a mindset. But my question to you was you were in that frustrated state, in the victim state, which I want to break down a little but was it a conversation with somebody, Joe or Deb? Was it a patient interaction? Was it a boom mindset change? Or was it something you had to continually work on with your wife and then start to see, you know what? I'm getting a positive response from this new mindset and we're growing. Or how did that, sometimes it is boom and adversity where you flip. Uh, and sometimes it's like you have to work at it. Like you literally have to work at it and see the mindset help. How was it for you and Miriam? Yeah, so it wasn't instantaneous at all. Um, I think it was a combination of a lot of things. It was the, the coaching we had with um, our coaches that we met with every week, the doctors we spoke with in Align Life that, you know, they were in a plateau and changed their mindset and all of a sudden they were growing. So it just seemed like everybody that we were talking to, we were looking for this like golden ticket of like, okay, what did you do to grow? Because we're stuck here. Okay, now we're stuck here. What did you do to grow? And they would always say mindset. And it was just like, okay, yeah, I got the mindset. I get it. All right. But <laughs> what else can I do? And then, and then any time that we would get to the point where it just seemed like we were stuck. Um, I think, I don't remember. I, I believe we had a crucial conversation, me and my wife, just one night, just like back and forth, um, just really like, okay, hashing everything out of like, what can we be doing? How can we be growing? And I think it always came back to it's on me like I would want to blame why is this patient not following through why are they doing this 
why is the team not doing this? Why are we not showing up? Why is the energy in the office not good? It was just blame, blame, and then just thinking, what if I just worked on myself? I change what I'm doing, focus on what I can control, back to that. And once I started working on myself and just saying all of these things around me are probably a reflection of what I'm doing. So if I change that, well, guess what happened? We started to grow. We broke through a plateau. And then anytime we hit another, it's like, okay, back to the drawing board. How can I show up better today? What was I doing when we were growing? Like, what have I gotten away from? And just always back to center, back to center. And it sounds it's, like cliche. You want to like with the mindset. And that's what it started with me. It's like, okay, I get it. The mindset, like I'm driven, I'm, I'm there, but it, you really have to self-reflect and bring it back. Well, when we really break down mindset is, is in a sense, consciousness and consciousness is the way you navigate through your external world. And it's the lens at which you see the world is consciousness. So it's like, if you see the world through victimhood, that basically means your brain is processing interactions and your outcomes are simply an effect of an external influence. Think about that. So it's like your brain is processing. Uh, I'm struggling financially because of my external environment. My relationship is not as good because of my because of it's my spouse's fault. My patients are not staying because they have the wrong mindset. Our collections isn't good because the economy. Everything in the mind when you when you collect an adversity and you shift it and pass it on to something else, you just take it from your brain and shove it to the economy. It's my wife's fault. It's my patient's fault. It's my this fault. You have, you're disempowered. And what people don't realize about the victimhood is it, it feels good to be a victim because you let go of the problems. But what you don't realize is victimhood makes you powerless because you have no control. You're an effect of an external influence. So to flip victimhood, which is what you did through mindset, and again, you're right, it's a cliche. Oh, mindfulness, mindset. It's like, yeah, 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 let's get on. G give me a new mm -hmm. marketing thing. <laughs> you know, that's what we all want. Give me the secret in a cave that some consultant said we should do. Well, we realized that when you took ownership and said, that patient left because of the way my energy or my communication or my compassion or whatever it is, you found something you could work on, and that's empowerment. So when we're frustrated, it's because the gap between our current reality and where we want to go, we don't know the pathway to get there. That's burnout. That's frustration. You have probably the same stress as much or more than when you had all this mindset frustration, but I bet you're more energetic, you're more inspired, and you enjoy your day better because you have momentous growth. But it's not like you eliminated stress, right? Would you agree with that? Hey, you're always going to be, you're always going to have stress. I mean, being an owner, like from associate to owner, something I'd go home and, you know, I'd leave work at home. You're an owner, you bring it with you all the time. So there's always some level of stress, but how you handle it definitely changes um, once you make that shift. And it doesn't weigh down on you as much. I'm less in a state of frustration and more of just, okay, this is happening. How can I improve it? Like, what do I need to do to take ownership of it and to overcome the hurdle? And just knowing, like, the more you grow, the more stress, probably more problems. But I think you'll have a better way of handling it. So it almost seems like the burden is lower. That makes sense. Yes, it does. And when you're in victimhood and you're bl a blamer, 
Um, usually you're in crisis financially, you're in crisis with the practice. And usually when you're in victimhood, you're trying to solve like paying rent today. What am I going to do today? Today it's like current crisis. Have you noticed with the better mindset, you're forecasting the month or the quarter, or you're not living in the crisis of today or yesterday, but you're actually planning for the future. Did you, did you notice that as well when you changed the mindset? Yeah, we definitely noticed that. Um, I think that was one of the big reasons that helped us push over that plateau. We changed our mindset. We noticed when we actually planned, which we're going to talk about in the next podcast, but sitting down and really planning those goals and thinking ahead. When you don't have that lack or that fear mindset, it's easier to set those goals. Because some at first when we didn't break through the mindset and we went to goal set, it was always in the back of your mind like, what if we don't hit this? Things aren't going right. And once we change that, it's no, what are we going to do to make it happen? And we would reverse engineer it and we would meet our goals. So yeah. that's what I want uh, listeners uh, or viewers to grasp is that when you change mindset, it changes your language and it changes the way you operate. So when you are change the mindset, you go from scarcity to abundance where you see abundance. You see people suffering everywhere. You see people in need. You're not trying to get patients. You're not trying to like grab them and work hard. You're just trying to serve people in need. So you go from scarcity to abundance. You go from crisis to uh, planning, right? It just changes the way your operating system in your brain is and the language that you use. And I like the discussion we're going to have. You you agreed to do another uh, podcast and we're going to talk about you know, opening business with a spouse, two chiropractors. I mean, that could be, that's a double-edged sword. That could be the greatest thing, the worst thing. It depends on the way you navigate this, this entity, this energy between your intimate personal relationship and your business relationship. And uh, you had some of the best mentors in the field of chiropractic, which I'm excited for you to talk about on the next podcast. But that's a, um, to end this podcast, I think you'd agree with me that in a small business, your relationship is good. The business is good. Your relationship is bad. The business is bad. Mm -hmm. uh, so our mindset in our personal life, finance, family, kids, parents, whatever it is, is a mindset that carries through, which you, you probably agree with that, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm glad we're doing that topic because I'll dive deeper into it. But Definitely the reflection of what's going on, if you carry it with you, it's going to roll over into your regular life. It's going to roll over into your job. It's going to roll over into what the patients may even catch on to it or notice it. So back to like when you pick your associateship is you got to find someone that's congruent with you. I knew it was a husband wife team and that was our goal to be there. So why not learn from one of the best in the business um, to try to emulate them and learn, you know, where did they what hurdles did they have? How did they jump through it? And then try to implement that in our business. Um, so yeah, definitely. So to close up, Matt, uh, you're over the hump of opening, you're starting to scale, things are moving faster, you're ready to hire more staff, you're, you're now looking forward at the vision of where this practice is going. It's moving now. So what do you see 36 months from now, is it another doctor? Is it another clinic? Is it the same clinic, more volume? Is there work-life balance? I know you have a young family. What do you see? What does 36 months look like from today? Do you, yeah. do you have that vision or no? Yeah, We have it. Um, okay. 
our vision is keeping this practice, keeping this clinic going, opening a second clinic, um, hiring more staff here, hiring another doctor here, um, getting that second clinic going on a different area of town that we know we can reach some people over there. There's a big need. And um, at this point, you know, we're still thinking of like, okay, are we going to kind of bounce between the clinics where like I spend a day here and a day there and then have like the main docs at each one. Like we're still playing with that, but the vision right now is a second clinic, keeping the one we have. We have a great establishment um, where we're at now. We've got good retention, um, getting well known in this area for, for health and wellness. Um, so just expanding, opening another practice, dialing in our teams, spending you know, time training both offices, bringing them together where we can go to trainings together and we can dedicate weekends to just grow. But that's our vision right now is another office. And, and it's great because when you're training doctors, you're, you're, you're improving and you get mastery. Training is the best as you could learn from your mentor, Dr. Joe, Dr. Deb. When you train, you get mastery. This is in front of me every day to teach us to learn. I don't know if you can see it that way, but to teach us to learn twice. <laughs> so you're basically relearning how to master uh, your craft, which is chiropractic. So, all right. Well, that was that was great. I, I know you gave some great insight to people that are going to go through the hopelessness of adversity in practice, how to get in a, you talked about an associateship, make sure it's congruent with what you want when you get an associate and it's time well spent. Don't think it's a just a stepping stone. It's one of the best experience you can have if it's congruent to your own vision of how you see a practice. So excited for uh, the next talk we have on uh, opening a spouse uh, pra practice with your spouse. Thanks, Dr. Matt. Make sure you stay tuned for that one. Yes. This episode was brought to you by Align Life Chiropractic and Natural Health Centers. If you're interested in creating your dream practice or want to know more about Align Life, go to alignlifepodcast.com. <laughs>